Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Twisted Tales with Faith. And Lisa. She talks this time. And we're so glad you're here in this um, summer morning, afternoon, evening, day, whatever. So. You're doing great. Sorry. I've got a lot going on. We are going on vacation, unfortunately, together at the end of this week. And I am way behind because this is my busy season at work. So life is derailed. Funny. That's very funny. What? I didn't say anything bad about you. I know, but you said derailed. I work for a railroad company. Oh, yeah, I didn't put all that together. No, you didn't. No. It still works. So, I um, I, I haven't, like, I've been at Lisa's house for a few minutes watching her and her boyfriend canoodle. Yeah. Um, and I, I purposely have not talked a lot. A, I had to mark up a few things for my story, so I picked the right things. But B, I didn't want to tell you this story before now. So, um, both my child and her child tonight have a, um, little thing at our church, like a, a summer fun night. So I picked up her kid, go pick up my kid from summer camp and I'm going to bring them both to church. Right. So this is the conversation that happened. So after your kid was like, oh, do they take late registrations? I want to come. Cause he saw the rock wall, the indoor pool and all this stuff. Um, so we're talking about that. So then I asked my child, cause this week, every week's a theme, right? This week is karate and self-defense. So they have like an actual karate instructor come in and teach them self-defense and explain and all this stuff. So I asked Bella, how was karate? And she's like, well, today was more self-defense, but I learned, you know, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. She's like, I yeah, I want to know. She's like, I really don't want to know. She's like, my legs hurt from kicking. And Caleb was like, Yeah. I took three years of karate, so I basically am a machine. <laughs> and I'm like, don't laugh at him. He is right beside you. Don't. Because he's dead freaking serious. Be nice to my kid. Oh, no, it gets better. It gets. You're, you're going to have to take that back in a minute. So he's like, yeah, I've even learned how to disarm a person with a gun effectively. And I'm like, boy, you're four foot nothing. <laughs> like, you're not. I don't even think he's four foot yet. Okay. All right. So I'm sitting there again. I'm trying not to laugh. Like I'm deep breathing through my nose, like trying to be whatever. And Bella's like, well, how do you do it? And so he proceeds to explain in a very like action movie sequence type of way. Right. How you would do this, you know. Like Mission Impossible style. Knock their hand. You, the gun will go flying automatically. And then you punch them in the head. And then when they're down, you stomp on their neck. And I'm like. He just likes to be twisted. Okay. So this is where we're at. And I'm trying to, like, you know, bring this conversation back. And I'm like, or you could just run in a zigzag pattern away from the person with the gun and you could shout. And Caleb's like, yeah, that's never going to work. And I'm like, you don't know, number one. I said, number, let's let's talk about this. Number one. So in a nutshell, your over 30-year-old body decides I'm going to fight with a illogical nine-year-old yes. to prove okay cool just wanted to make sure um no no we're not even to the good comment yet so i'm like you know here's the deal if um i said if someone with a gun is is if, if there's an adult pointing gun at you they're gonna be taller than you they're gonna have more hand strength than you mm-hmm. so there's not a magical tap to hit their hand to make the gun go flying like that's nothing he's like zia i have done karate you have not my body is a weapon Sure, sure, kid. Okay. His, okay. I don't buy that. He didn't say that, but that was like, he was like, Uh, I, he was like, I've honed my skills for three years. That was his direct quote. I honed my skills for three years. All right. We'll have this conversation. We're not even to the best part. So I'm like, okay, well, what, what should you do? I was I said, he said, well, why would you run in zigzag? And I'm like, you run in zigzag. So it's harder for them to aim and shoot you. Cause quite frankly, I would rather have a bullet wound than them take me. So run in zigzag. There we go. You could do the same thing with like a rhino. Yeah. You want to know what he said? You want to know what his next plan is? If his his weapon of a body cannot disarm him in three easy steps? I don't think I do. He goes, Bella, this is what you should do. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no. No, no. He goes, if someone comes at you, like if a man comes at you with a gun and says, come with me, you need to look him in the eye. I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> Oh my God. He's, uh, now, mind you, both okay. of our children are only child. So <laughs> he goes, look him in the eye and tell him, here's what I'm going to do. 
I'm not going to come with you, but I'm going to go get my money and my little brother and I'll give them to you to take. <laughs> and he was like, and that's how you get out of the situation. <laughs> No, like, you can't just throw your younger brother, which neither of you have. Survival of the fittest But yeah, that's his master plan, is to say, hold on, I'm not going to go with you, but I got a cuter younger brother and some cashola all yours. Like I, I could not hold it in that point. I'm horse laughing. He might just survive this world yet. And he was like, and then you get, then you would get your dad to come out with a sick gun and light him full of bullets. And I'm like, okay, but you're offering a child to this person to That's save incredible. yourself. Like, I was dying. Okay, I was dying. Faster than you. Too. Hey, I used to tell you all the time. I'll just push you and say she's bendier. Yep. Take her. Yep. But I thought, yeah, legitimately told Bella, you look him in the eye and tell him, I'm not coming with you, but I got a cuter younger brother and some money and I'll give it all to you. <laughs> He's just offering other children. He's a genius. Oh my gosh, dude. I was, I mean, I think I peed a little. Like I was laughing. Oh, I was dying. So anyway, that was my fun story that I didn't want to tell you before. This I want, is why I wanted I a true reaction. Kid be alone with you. You're weird. Me? Your kid's the one selling out other kids. I just feel like it's because he's been around you. That's the point. I, I'm, yeah, you know, when it comes to two people that are fight or flight, we both know. You're flying as fast and as hard as you possibly can. Run in a zigzag pattern, my friend. <laughs> Run in a zigzag pattern. It's harder for them uh, to see you. So what kind of story are you going to torch me with tonight? All right. Well, I had a really good story. And it was 100% a two-parter because all of my episodes should pretty much be split into two because I talk forever. Right. Got it. Check, check. Got it. But I had a really good one for you. And we were supposed to record on Sunday. And then today, drop one today, drop one next week while we're right. out of town. Yeah. Um, we did not record on Sunday because I had I was indisposed. Yeah. Yes. So I had to change my story at the last second. But I think I found a good one. All right. So um, we're in the middle of summer, obviously. And I wanted to do something that we could all connect with. Something they could, you know, get us all in our uh-ohs. I don't know what you mean by that, but You'll continue. See. Okay. So, in the United States, and I'm pretty sure other countries, Airbnb is huge. Are you going to ruin my vacation with this story? <laughs> Everyone. It sounds like you're about to ruin my vacation Everyone with this story. uses Airbnb. They've got a handy-dandy app. You can search by. It's not Blue's Clues, Faith. But Blue's Clues didn't have an app. No, he <laughs> he was met mail time. They don't know. My handy dandy oh, notebook. Book. I didn't watch Blue's Clues, and Bella wasn't a Blue's Clue kid. Thank God. Uh, I may or may not have watched it. We use, well, you worked <laughs> at a daycare for how long? That's a solid point. Yeah. So we use Airbnb all the time. My family, my like parents and siblings, when we go on vacation, we use Airbnb all the time. Now, when you're searching on Airbnb, for those of you who haven't used it, um, you've got options. Like, you can search for amenities. Like, you want to be on the beach. You want a pool. I always want a pool. Um, you can pick that you want a condo, an apartment, a cabin, a tent, yeah. a house. But you have to specifically say if you um, want the whole place to yourself. And I'm okay with Airbnbs. Again, use Airbnb and love Airbnb. You know what I don't think is kosher? Renting a room in a house someone is occupying and I'm just going to stay there with just one of those clicky locks to separate me and I don't like that concept. A lot no. of people use it. A lot of people do it. Super cheap if you want to go that option. I listen to too much true, true crime and I've watched way too many Criminal Mind episodes and SVUs to be comfortable with some random That schmo. could totally I don't know. go like either way. It could. But if it goes like, the I wrong could, way. I could be a walking in serial killer. Or yeah, I could be coming into one. Yeah, there's no way I'd let <laughs> some random, no. random strange into my house overnight. Are you kidding me? No, I won't even pull over for an undercover cop unless it's like daylight. No. And people are there to watch. Correct. So, um, in, ser in searching for this um, story, just a story, I found something, let's say, okay, I did not find, for sake of not being sued, by Airbnb, because they have more money than I do. Um, I do not know that this is a fact. I honestly thought it was going to be like a conspiracy theory. Theory. Thank you. Theory slash hoax. I like 100% thought that. 
because I heard um, well, that no, just real quick, just to back yeah. up, just because you say this happened on Airbnb doesn't mean like anything. You know, you have like the Craigslist killer. It was no, no. pretty, pretty. We're not to the story yet. I'm just talking about something specific. You'll you'll get in a second. Hold on. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm just saying. I I came under the inform. I found the information. Again, really did honestly 100% thought it was a hoax that Airbnb corporate has a, this whole cleanup team and it's called the Black Box. It has over 100 people connected to this cleanup team. And what they do is they pay off victims who have been sexually assaulted, our family members of people who have been murdered while staying at an Airbnb and have them sign a non-disclosure so they cannot give bad press to Airbnb. Like this whole like scandal, like the show Scandal back in the day, Olivia Pope, like a fixer to where these stories don't get out. And 100%, I was like, that is BS. Um, there is no way. But I'm just sitting here thinking like, I, there, I feel like there are certain things that don't fall into line with a basic non-disclosure. Yeah, but they can't you know talk about it. They like, can't talk about it. They take the money. And one of the rabbit holes I went down said that supposedly, again, supposedly, last year alone, over $50 million was paid by the black box, which is a subsection of Airbnb, for crimes that were committed at Airbnbs. Now, the people who were assaulted or murdered didn't was not always, and nine times out of ten, was not the host. Like, they were just attacked in an Airbnb while staying in the Airbnb, but Airbnb didn't want the bad press, right? Yeah, exactly. So honestly, 100%, that sounds like a conspiracy theory, like down the rabbit hole. So I started, you know, cranked out the old Google machine. We love our rabbit holes. I do. And according to Bloomberg, in June 2021, it was published, an in-depth investigation into the brand secret black box security team composed over of over 100 agents in cities all over the world. They gave all this, um, according to the article, the team strategy is essentially throw money at whatever problem comes their way, taking extreme measures to clean up crimes. And according to the article, team members have autonomy to spend whatever it takes to make the victim feel support, including paying for flights, accommodation, food counseling, health costs, and sexually sexually transmitted disease testing for rape survivors. So there was this whole big thing, but not only that, um, according to this article by Bloomberg, um, there is a Wall Street Journal reporter named Will Collins who is now doing his first foray into screenwriting as they are going to do a made-for-TV series about the things they've cleaned up. Uh, Oh, my God. So, like, they're coming out with a supposedly, like, this whole... Thing, um, it says it goes on to it'll go on to describe some of the links with which agents have gone to in crisis response scenarios, advising guests hiding in wardrobe or running from the secluded cabin after being assaulted by the host. At times, they have reportedly patched up bullet holes in walls and hired body fluid crews, if that's the way you term that, to scrub blood from surfaces. Like it's a whole cleanup team, and they're fixing to do. If, Bloomberg, I'll post the article because it's not me that's saying it. I just found the research. I thought it was a conspiracy theory. But they're going to come out with a whole TV thing like they're doing that jury thing now about all this S. Like, I don't think it'll be the true stories because of non-disclosures. But since they found out about it, it's going to be one of those like, it's going to be a whole show based off this cleanup crew for, is that not crazy? That sounds like a docuseries if I've ever heard one. Yeah. I really thought it was a joke. It is not. It could be a joke. Who knows? Could not be true. I don't know. Airbnb, don't come at me. Bloomberg. So I just thought that was interesting. Anyways. Um, so in in the light of Airbnb, I'm going to tell you a few stories, then we'll get to the main story. A few tidbits. All right. So um, here we go. So here is an Airbnb story from Lauren4860B. Uh, it says we booked an we booked a whole house Airbnb in I'm not going to say the name of the city for my husband's cousin's wedding. We were sharing a two bedroom house with his brother and sister in law. The place was beautiful, up in the mountains with a gorgeous patio. It was perfect. But when we got there, the couple who owned it were at home. 
They told us that they were going to stay in the basement with their six children. What? And we wouldn't know they were there. I kept trying to get away because it was my first trip away from my baby and I needed to pump breast milk. When I finally came out and just told her I need some privacy, the host showed me to my room and stood outside the door regaling me of all her own breastfeeding stories. Um, Awkward. So then... Do they not do any kind of, like, check? I don't... When these people put their stuff up, like, there's got to be some kind of anything. Like a psyche valve, maybe? She said that night when we got back from dinner... She was in the kitchen making popcorn for her kids, which I was fine, I guess. But we wanted to sit on the deck and have a glass of wine. She would not leave. She kept telling us about her son was a quote-unquote birder and like birdwatching out there. It was so awkward. We just wanted to be left alone. There was no AC. It was so hot. There were no fans, no screens on the door. The next morning, I'm in the bathroom with the door open because, again, it's so hot. I was in a towel getting ready. When the back door opens... And all these children just come running in and by me. Okay, so is there, like, fine print anywhere when you book this that says the, tenants may or may not be home? Like, don't, she, come on, dude. He's, she said we booked the whole place. So when what? I, yeah, she said one of the kids just stopped and stared at her, like, just stared her down on her towel till she finally, like, closed the door. Yep, yep. So here's, I've got, I've got a few more. I stayed in Airbnb in New York City a few years ago. The lady that we met talked our ear off for 30 minutes and then said, if you see any rodents, wouldn't you please be a deer and try to kill them? Okay. No. Refund. And one other. Um, I rented a room as a, as a broke college student and a married couple from a married couple. The married couple ended up having a huge fight about me and I had to leave. Her creepy husband literally was sending my pictures, which I did not give him, that he obtained from my social media to all his buddies and talking about me. It got even worse, so I just left. Stay safe out there. I'm serious. Yeah. Again. Hmm? Do they, do, 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 do they not well, some people, check these places? Some people, like one of the stories I read, it was just like it wasn't funny and it wasn't like, I mean, it was just the people were weird. But like it literally said on there that, um, she had great, the lady had great reviews and she got there and she was like, this place has never been cleaned. It's a hoarder's den. It's just, she's like quite creating accounts and giving herself. Probably. Yeah. So, but I but mean. I'm saying though, like as a company, a worldwide company for that matter, should you not have some kind of. Um, there's a anything. lot, there are a lot of checks and balances to go in to be an Airbnb or like you're going to put your house up. But again, just because you pass all those checks and balances doesn't mean you're, you're not, not a great. Yeah, Ted Bundy passed a lot of checks and balances before he got caught. I was just gonna say, yeah, just these people are usually. Just I mean, mean, they haven't been caught yet. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, let's get into our story. All right. Um, so tonight we are gonna go. For me, is a bucket list location, and we're gonna check out Hawaii. Okay. Um, as you know. Hawaii gets the bulk of their revenue, I'm sure, from, like, tourists. Like, that's where most people oh, are going to sure. make their money. Currently, it they're, one of the statistics I found said there are about 10,000 active Airbnbs registered in Hawaii alone, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, and that would suck so bad. Yeah, and I've got to... paid all that money to get there and your Airbnb was, like, a freak show. Yeah. Because then what do you do? I just get a tent, sleep in a hut. I don't know. I've got a friend that had, like, four little, like, tiny, like, tiny homes, like, huts on the beach in Hawaii, and then they packed up and moved there last year. Wow. Um, anyway, so this, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna, tonight, now that I'm done stuttering, I'm gonna tell you the story of Thelma Boineville. Um, she was 51 years of age. She was a native to Brazil, but she had moved to Hawaii with her husband, Kevin, and their only daughter, which I'm going to butcher her name. I just am. But it's, um, now I can't even find where I wrote her name down. Phonet- I wrote it phonetically so I wouldn't lose the spelling. Now I cannot no, find that. Do you want to let me see it? No. Name? I can't find where I wrote it phonetically. But is your name just in the notes? No, because I put the space to, to go to where I wrote it phonetically, dum-dum. That way I wouldn't lose it or say it wrong. You did great. I did do great. Makana... 
It's like MK Hannah. Anna is what it looks like then. It's like Makana. I'm sorry. I am so sorry that I said your name wrong because I know I did, but I don't pronounce anything right. So, anyway. Um, the Telma loved Hawaii. She moved there. She settled right in. She loved the culture. She loved the atmosphere. She loved the surrounding. Like, 100%, this is where she was going to die and spend the rest of her days. Loved it. Her and her family lived on the island of Oahu, and she worked as a full-time kindergarten teacher, which there's just a special place for those people because there's no way I could deal with that many children and their parents, mainly their parents. Yeah. She loved surfing, and she did it almost every day. She also enjoyed yoga, running, martial arts. She did all of them regularly. And honestly, like everything you read about this woman, like she's just a delight. Like, not like Mia Delight, where I say it sarcastic. Like, she's honestly, like, a sweet, good person. Right. Embraced life 100%. And, like, all her hobbies were active, and most of them outdoors. So she was in great fitness, great shape. Like, she was just an active lady. So, <laughs> Telma and her husband started to discuss and make plans for the future, like we all do. And they planned a couple big vacations, like... They're going somewhere. Maybe to Brazil. Never really found why. Doesn't matter. I thought that was her home. That's her home. Okay. She lives in Hawaii, though. She moved there. So they were right. planning a few big vacations for the family. Their daughter's young. She's eight years old. Um, so Telma, instead of instead of having to maybe go chinksy on these vacations and or go into debt. Chintzy is the word you were looking for. The one you said may or may not be borderline racist. Could be. I love Definitely you. Definitely was. It was not meant that way. I, I know just, it's not again, meant that way. You're pronounce. just really special. Yeah. Dumb yeah. is what I am. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Telma decided she's going to get a side hustle, which just in case that is a um, more of a United States thing. Everybody here wants side hustles. Yeah. Make a little extra cash. On the side. Stupid. Yes. Yep. So she kind of did her research, but you know what? She lives in Hawaii which is huge for tourists. There are Airbnbs everywhere. So she decided to make her own little side business where she was going to clean Airbnbs exclusively. She's not going to people's homes. She's just going to clean these Airbnbs. she's not a renter or anything. She's just going to clean them. She's going to clean them because they've got like a two, three-hour turnaround time from when you check out to the next person. Right. And a lot of these people, like my friends that had them, they didn't live in Hawaii at the time, so they had someone that would go check the property, do the walkthrough afterwards, clean it, and get it ready for the next tenant. And it paid dividends. Like, she was making pretty good money doing this. So on December 7th, 2017, wow, for me, that's that's basically yesterday for my stories. I usually like to go way back. You did really but good. But anyway, I, I know. you did good. Tell them I had an appointment to clean. Um, an Airbnb in North Shore, and apparently it was, it's not like a high-end area, but it's a very nice, very low crime, just a picturesque Kauai area. Okay. Um, and she had a very short window to get this property turned around because the one guest had just left, and there was another, there was a couple from Australia who were set to be there later that day for check-in. So, quick, quick little window to clean turn this whole place around which honestly Telma has it down at this point she goes and gets her child she brings her child to the airbnb child plays on ipad which i do not know how anyone parented before there were ipads and phones just pointing that out there we were just beaten into submission yes and told to shut up also true or just go outside and stay out there yes yeah just don't let me hear you or see you and you can live till tomorrow exactly yeah yeah so, but you like know, I may or may not have had more siblings than I have. I, I swear, I tell my dad all the time. I just want to know how many you guys had. Like, you killed multiples in front of us to keep us in line. We were the ones that made it. But how many did I have originally? Because there's no way. Yep. So she had this routine down: get her daughter. Daughter would play on the iPad, do homework, do whatever. She's eight, eight years old, so first, second grade. Telma would take an hour to clean and turn this house around, and then they'd leave and go do whatever. That's that's how this routine went. So, December 7th, nothing out of the ordinary. Telma goes and picks up her daughter. They head off to the Airbnb to start cleaning. Um, They pull up and park. Telma leans over, gives her daughter a kiss, says, stay in the car. I'll be real quick. 
picks up all the cleaning supplies and heads in. So, McCanna, McCanna, M-A-K-A-N-A-H, McCanna, stated that about 30 minutes, she's sitting there playing her little iPad, kids YouTube, whatever she's doing. Her mom goes in the house to clean, and about 30 minutes later, a man with green hair runs directly to the car, covered in blood, opens the car door, looks at her, and says, we just killed your mother, grabs eight-year-old McCona, and carries her inside the house. Once they get inside the house, there's a woman standing there waiting for them. Together, the man and the woman tie this little girl's arms and legs, put a bag over her head after just telling her they killed their mother, and tie her to one of the beds in the house. What? Words. Lots of words. The couple then left the eight-year-old tied up on the bed alone, and the house fell completely silent. And this is where she stayed, I'm sure, screaming for help, sobbing, calling out to her mother, and nothing. So about three hours later, very nice Australian couple arrives to their Airbnb to check into their paradise vacation. Oh, my God. They go to the door. They type in the little code they're given on their phone (laughs) in the app. They walk into the house. Vacation of a lifetime. I'm sure they've saved up for it. Bucket list trip for a lot of people. And they walk into just a horror film. The house is destroyed. Like, things are tossed everywhere. Trinkets are broken. Looks like someone had a rave in there. Everything is a mess. And as the couple, which, again... If I had seen that, I would have turned right back around, gone outside, locked myself in my car, and then called the police. Like, there's no, I'm not passing go. I'm not collecting $200. I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. But they, this couple is better than me, and they decide to walk more into the house. That's when they start noticing blood and more blood. And then they said that, like, on, on the wall above one of the doors, on the door frame, written in blood was the word Axel. Why? I don't know. Why? Again, at this point, even if I was brave enough to continue after the, the, all the, you know, turmoil at the front of the house, once there's blood and words written in blood in the house, peace, bro. Like, I'm done. Do you remember when we went on that cruise, and I don't remember where we stopped at, but we were using the public restroom there, and, like, the restrooms were super gross. Yep. And on the the bathroom stall, it said, we're watching. Yep. It was in the British. It, it was... literally made my stomach curdle. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what that would feel like to me, I think. Dude, I'm sorry. I see blood on the walls. Like, I'm gone. Yeah. But this, this couple decided they're going to, they're going to carry on. So, so this couple continues to walk into the house in disorder, blood on the walls, writing with blood on the walls. Yeah, the writing is literally on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So they walk into a bedroom where they come across the body of Telma, who is deceased, horribly beaten. This was the final straw, and the couple turned and ran from the house. That was the final straw. Right? Okay. So they run out of the house, call 911, report everything they just saw. Police arrive and start to search the home immediately. And this is finally when eight-year-old McCona is found, still tied to the bed with a bag over her head, duct tape, feet and ankles. Um, no doubt the girl has some emotional scarring, up to, if I had to guess, PTSD. But luckily, she was alive. She was unharmed physically, and she never actually saw her mother's body. So, small mercies. No shit. So they bring her outside, and she tells the police about the green-haired man coming to the car, having blood on him, saying, we killed your mom, lets the police know. He grabbed her. He brought her inside. There's a woman waiting for him. And this is the start of a huge manhunt in the area. I still don't understand what the point was for him to go to the car and get get her. Senseless. You can't. So the deal is, Obviously, you know, even we, we, we have established we are geographically challenged as well as several other speaking pronunciation, but Hawaii is made up of several small islands. 
these islands are very close-knit. Like, everybody, you know, they all know each other type of thing. So, when it went public and this manhunt started, the majority of the community joined in the search. Again, very close community. Telma was very well-known and loved. She was a school teacher. Yep. But not only that, um, and I will post this this whole video online. Do we get to watch it live? I'm gonna I'm gonna show you just one little piece of it. But but why can't we just watch the video? Because it's too long, and there's copyright laws. I'm sure. Do uh, a whole video, yeah. Um, so people show up to help, but the same day, Telma's brother-in-law goes Facebook Live, which wouldn't be a huge deal. But her brother-in-law is Garrett McNamara. Means nothing to me. Frankie, my husband, probably know who he is. He is a professional big wave surfer known best for setting the world record for the largest wave ever surfed, as documented in the HBO series 100 Foot Wave. Yeah. Like, he's a famous surfer. So yeah. he's going to go Facebook Live. He's got a following. Yeah, people are going to see it. He's got a following. So he goes Facebook Live same day with an emotional plea. And when I say emotional, this guy's fit. Like, you can see both emotions the whole time. He is openly weeping, like brokenhearted, but he is pissed. Yep. And you just see the the dichotomy of both emotions. Like, it's like they keep switching out. You know when somebody's so mad that they're crying, it's a problem. But he makes a plea. And he starts his Facebook Live by saying, I've got $100,000 cash. And goes on to offer this reward to anyone that can help identify the man who took his sister-in-law from his family. Calling out anyone who knows the people who duct taped and tied up my 8-year-old niece. And then stole my twin brother's wife from him. $100,000 cash. $100,000 cash. And when he ends this video, he gives off this scream of just pain and anger that honestly, I was going to say is going to haunt me until, um, you know, I, um, it would haunt my dreams tonight, but I don't want to, you know, misery loves company. So I'm going to play you just the last little section of his clip so you can hear. And it's not going to play now. Well, I will post it all. But his scream. Oh. Here it comes. And it's like he's got like spit coming out of his mouth, like just sobbing. But that's how he ends it. That just, ah! So there's already the community out here helping. Yeah. He goes Facebook Live. He's offering $100,000 hard cash right here, right now. You help find anybody the- that has information. And quite frankly, yeah. it's a close knit community, and it's someone with green hair. I don't, I think they're going to stand out. And if you're a little like Maybe piece of crap now. that's going to abduct a child, tie her up, put a bag over her head after killing her mother, you've got to have other low lives that'll turn you in for 100000 That's what I'm thinking. So um, he ends it and people, everyone's out looking for this lady. Now the people that didn't know about it know about it now because everyone is in. So the same day, um, later on, about seven hours later, the police get a call receiving that there is they are in the, this the, whoever called man woman say I'm sitting at the Walmart parking lot and there is a truck looks like what you described as Thelma's truck because her truck was stolen and there are two people just sitting inside of it and it's in the Walmart parking lot so cops rush over there the truck is a silver Toyota. Tacoma, which was at the scene of the crime and was not there when police got there. So they're thinking it's her truck. They had the license plates number all over the the news and everything else. And so the police rush to the truck and inside they find 20-year-old Stephen Brown and 20-year-old Haley Daggeran. And Steve does have green hair. So they do, I'm sure, the freeze, put your hands up whatever cops do and steven immediately goes off the rails like he is yelling at the cops begging them shoot me shoot me kill me kill me sobbing like full-blown hysterics um 
very emotional, very crazy outbursts. Haley, on the other hand, the girl, isn't freaking out, but just like the different reports was almost like monotone and calmly looked at the police and said, please just shoot me in the head. My life's over. Like she's bored. Just shoot me. We're, we need to just. Interesting. Right? So if the green hair on top of Steve's head wasn't enough of a giveaway, we've got the suspects. <clears throat> Haley had Telma's bank card in her back pocket. She um, also was using Little McCona's backpack as a purse. They're in the stolen truck. Both Haley and Steve have dried blood on their hands, but Haley is also wearing a pair of earrings that she took off the dead body. On her earlobes. Like, they're just they're just there. What? Yeah. Oh. So who are these two lovely individuals? Stephen Brown was born in Ohio, but spent most of his life in Florida. He was left pretty much as a small child to raise and fend for himself. His dad was not in the picture. His mother was a very severe drug addict. Um, he eventually was taken from his mother and put into the system where he kind of bounced around until he was adopted by the Browns at age 11. And he moved to St. Petersburg, Florida with the family who adopted him, attended high school, graduated whole nine yards. So rough start of life, but Not a bad ending. at 11 years old to get adopted isn't the most common. Usually yeah. everybody wants the squishy cute babies, not someone who has had, you know, trauma they remember. Yeah. The Browns, bless their hearts, got this kid. So when they talked to his classmates that he went to high school with, um, the general consensus that Stephen was weird, like really weird, like stood out weird. Uh, there were allegations from an ex-girlfriend that he'd beaten her on more than one occasion. A year before the incidents we're talking about now, in 2016, he was arrested um, for a Class C felony of theft. Um, he was bailed out. And unfortunately, he moved to Hawaii shortly after he was bailed out. He started a band and went by the name Axel Hayes Hendricks. His roommates that he lived with in Hawaii said, and this is a direct quote, he was extremely annoying. Like, a few of the things he did that really bothered them. He would write his name around the apartment walls, all over the walls. Not his real name, Stephen, but his stage name, Axel. Wrote it everywhere on the walls. Wrote it on their personal belongings, like their food, their tags of their shirt, just everything. He wrote Axel everywhere. Um, he also decided to buy a dog once because he wanted a dog, even though the apartment police specifically said they were not allowed to have dogs. Brought this dog into the house. None of the roommates wanted the dog. They didn't want to get in trouble for the dog. But, you know, Stephen slash Axel likes to stand out, green hair. So he took industrial, like what you would go to Walmart, spray paint, and decided to spray paint his whole dog because it looked cooler in pictures. So again, his roommates say he's extremely annoying. Um, Haley, on the other hand, grew up in Oregon, was the daughter of an elementary school teacher. All her family, all her classmates she grew up with said she was extremely quiet, kind, very reserved. Um... And that's how she grew up. She moved to Hawaii when she was 19, where she unfortunately met the douche canoe of the week, Stephen slash Axel. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. And a year later, her life's in the trash. Right. So they fell in love very quick. Well, they hit they it did. off. Obviously, they're killing people together now. So during the arrest, people, like, as they're arresting these two, because the person called it in, I see them at Walmart. I see the truck. <clears throat> it's going crazy because everybody wants to know. So there's a crowd of people while they're being arrested. Everybody's got their cell phones out because it's 2017 to record. Right. And it was caught on camera. These two being arrested, even walking into the police precinct, the couple are laughing and joking with each other. They're flipping the cameras off completely. No Fs to give that they just took someone's life and emotionally traumatized and scarred this eight-year-old little girl. Like, just don't care. So. It's kind of like what we were talking about last week. Yeah. When I did mine. A hundred percent. It's like, what what could possibly make somebody scared enough to not break the law? That they there literally isn't. don't care. Yeah. 
This girl. In other countries, Faith, if you steal something, they'll chop off your hand. These people know that's the consequence. Yeah. And they do it. Whether but, out of desperation or because they want to. Yeah, but in America, we've got the death penalty where England doesn't and people still commit atrocious crime. You never think you're yeah. going to get caught. That's what I'm saying. That's insane. No matter. And then to make a public, like, fool of yourself mm-hmm. and the thing and that, not care. And the thing that blows my mind, and we, we talk about it all the time, that it is so important who you surround yourself with. A year before this, this was a quiet, kind, reserved, great kid doing great in school. We're a year later after she meets this bad boy, you know, quote unquote rocker, and she has committed murder. Yeah. Like. And like, as a parent, how do you stop it? They did. They lived in Oregon. But here's what I'm saying, though. Like, even if it wasn't like that scenario. Yeah. yeah. As a parent, how do you stop it? Because you can tell your 16, 17 oh, you year old yeah. all day long, you're not going anywhere. You're not, they're going to sneak out. Yeah. Everyone has to sleep. Yeah. They're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. You just have to raise them the best you can and pray it's enough. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just went all yep. deep. My bad. So the next morning, the couple appear in court. Steve, Stephen had a $1 million bail bond set. Haley, for whatever reason, only had half a million, but that's still a lot of money for a 20-year-old kid. Right. Um, both pled not guilty to murder, even though it was obvious to everyone they did it. Come on. I'm sure it's because they had a moment of insanity. Oh, yeah. So during the investigation, the police tried to put a timeline together of what exactly happened that day. And it went something around like this is what they're assuming. Telma and her daughter arrived at the house at noon. She leaves her daughter in the car. She goes inside and walks in on the couple, presumably robbing the place. Yeah. Because the deal is, is a an Airbnb. Like if it's a if you're a local, and there's an Airbnb there, you kind of know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know it's empty. It's certain there's Airbnb always has that. You have to check out by eleven. Check in at three. Yep. Yeah. So there's this golden opportunity, this golden window of free time, and if you can hit it right, no one's gonna be there. Right. And if you can hit it before the cleanup crew, the people that just left are getting blamed, not you robbing the joint. Right. Not that we're teaching you how to commit crimes, but that's how you commit crimes. So, they, um, Thelma walks in on this couple, presumably robbing the Airbnb, and attempts to turn and leave. But because she's seen both of these individuals, they know she can't leave. So they grab why her. why get arrested for robbery when you could get arrested for murder? Right? Golly, Spice bah. up life. He's already been arrested You're for robbery. You're so stupid. So they grab her and they beat her to death. <sighs> now, remember from the beginning of this story, Thelma's hobbies are all extremely active. She's in shape. Yeah. One of her, her hobbies are martial arts. Mm-hmm. And the autopsy showed... That she fought like hell. There were multiple defensive wounds covering her entire body. Um, she was she was killed due to blunt force trauma. But honestly, it doesn't matter how good you are at martial arts. It's one against two. And she was beaten to death with a baseball bat and a machete. And But here's the thing that I find so absolutely stupid. You killed this woman. You took her things... Mm-hmm. Stole her car mm-hmm. and then got busted driving her car. Oh no, they're dumber than that. Wait, the dumbest criminals, dumb dumb criminals. Like you literally took somebody's life for absolutely no, no reason. There is no rhyme or reason. No, like you were gonna get caught regardless because you're an idiot. Oh yes, yes you are. Okay, let's go. So I'm missing something, obviously. Um, and then look, yeah. So she she tried to fight back, but they've got a bat, a machete. She is not Chuck Norris. So they beat her to death. Um, the two then grabbed the ladies, grabbed Thelma's purse, took her car keys so they could steal her car. Obviously, Haley took the earrings off her dead body, put them in her ears because she thought they were pretty. I don't know. And they run out to steal the car, and that's when they realize there's a child there. They can't steal the car with sense. the child. So Stephen goes, grabs the child, brings her inside. They tie her up. Then they go back to stealing the car and run away into the sunset. So 
they end up at the Walmart parking lot, like I said. At the crime scene, which, again, like you said, they took her car. They they never washed the blood off their hands. She's wearing her earrings. Remember, she has her ID card in her pocket. But let's say none of that happened. They were better at covering their tracks. He wrote his band name, Axel, in Blood on the Wall. Stupid. But even stupider was Stephen Brown leaving his state driver's license at the crime scene. Because he didn't. Thank you. Yeah. Left that there. That's what makes me have hope in humanity. That the dumbest people on earth, when they commit stupid crimes, are still going to get caught. Because you're literally just... So even if they ditched the car, washed their hands, weren't wearing the earrings, and didn't have the bank card on them... He left his ID. Like, there was no reason for him to be in that house. No, because they have documentation of who was there, who was supposed to be there, yeah. and who was cleaning it. Yeah, you don't. You have no good reason to be there, sir. Move away. So they'd have gotten caught either way. But um, the couple was originally going to be tried together, Stephen and Haley, but the decision was made to try them separately. Unfortunately, there were delays in this trial. And by delays, I'm talking delays. This was in 2017 that they that they murdered her and that they were busted 24 hours later. This is before the Rona. So there wasn't any of that nonsense. And I don't know what the delays were. But it took five years for Stephen to go to trial. January 20th. 20- you know what pisses me off about that shit yeah. when that happens, honestly? when they do finally get to their sentence, yeah, it's always reduced by time served. Yes. Like, uh, okay, either way, go. Yeah. So in January 2023, you know, six months ago, Stephen finally took the stand in his own defense. He stated that he was guilty of burglary and he was guilty of kidnapping McConaughey and tying her up, but he was not guilty of murder Mm -hmm. it was a hundred percent Haley she's the one that killed Thelma he was just there to rob the joint check his record he's done it before which would have been a good strategy for him to use except would he get a tattoo of her fingerprint right except when um 13 year old McConaughey took the stand against him and looked him in the eyes as she recounted to the jury that he walked up to her covered in blood and he said out of his own mouth we just killed your mother. Not she. We. That means I was there. I did it. I just helped kill your mother. Yeah. So she um, recounted the whole thing. He just killed my mom, grabbed me, ties me up, duct tapes me, bag over my head, whole nine. Stephen Brown was found and should guilty. should that not be attempted murder with the bag over the head? Just, just But say. it wasn't a plastic, I guess. Okay. Technicality. Stephen Brown was found guilty on all charges. He has not faced sentencing yet. It is supposed to be July 10th is when he, no, sorry. It's just supposed to be later this year he gets his sentencing. Haley um, is thought to going, it is thought that she is going to use a similar defense and 100% blame Stephen. Unfortunately, she has not yet stood trial. Her trial is scheduled for either July 10th or July 11th this year. Unfortunately, little Michaela, McKenna, who's now not little, she's 13, she's going to have to go back and relive this day again at Haley's trial, which sucks. And that's, like, the, the worst part of, like, all these trial things that everybody goes through. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the Shannon Christensen murder and yeah. Chris Newsom. How many times have their parents been back to court oh. denying parole, denying this, Hundreds. retrials, this, that, the other they, they don't get a break from the trauma that they had to deal with. They no. have to relive it over and over again. Yeah. Just because two people don't want to admit the fact that they did wrong and mm-hmm. suffer the consequences. Yep. So they get to get mentally effed, if you will. Assaulted. Mentally assaulted. Over and Because this little girl is eight. Like, yeah. That's the age in between my child and your child. Like, she's not going to forget that day no. ever. Uh, the um, Haley's trial is July 10th. So, uh, Stephen, he was, like I said, he was found guilty. And they they are arguing now that, this is a direct quote, 
people who commit this kind of crime, for example, of the crime Mr. Brown has been convicted of, we never hear from them again once they're back in society, almost never. His lawyer's arguing for release. Hawaii does not have the death penalty, but he can have life in jail forever. He adds that uh, Mr. Brown has converted into religion and and is less likely to commit it. This guy, it's from his heart. And I think, I think that that's the best vaccination we can give a criminal, especially if they've committed a cr- horrible crime. I feel like anybody that accepts faith accepts the consequences. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yep, yep. Like plain and simple. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't just go away. Um, yeah, and you know, his lawyer went on to say, uh, you know, that the best vaccination is putting religious into the hearts of these people. Blah blah blah. Um, so the prosecutor Scott Bell said, did you also write the individual, well, let's rewind. Rewind. The individual responsible for the deceased death is more psychiatrically disturbed than I first appreciated. Didn't you write that? He asks to the guy saying, oh, he'll be fine. No way. Uh Uh-huh. And in the closing argument, the defense, uh, the prosecutor, Scott Bell, Pointed to the evidence already presented to trial. I remind you of the horrific nature of this crime for which you have found him guilty. The prosecution did not recount the details for you at this point because it was done so last week. So they are in the middle of sentencing this guy. I hope he doesn't ever get out. I hope she never gets out. I don't think either of them deserve to have a full life because they stole this gem of a woman. For no reason. And then because you wanted to pocket some change. Yeah. And they stole the life that McConnell would have led like a hundred percent stole what her life should have been. Cause I don't think she's going to trust easily. Now, luckily her dad, his name's Kevin. They are like two peas in a pod. They do everything together. You can go to his Facebook. It is super cute. Because he is always putting how proud he is of his daughter, how amazing his daughter is. Um, after the after the murder, Kevin, the husband, and Makana were surrounded by all their friends and family as they all got on their surfboard, paddled out to the ocean, and released Thelma's ashes. Wow. Um, and said that she would always be in the place she loved most. And that's her dad, like. Her dad is a great guy. She's got, I'm not saying that she doesn't have a good life, but I'm saying. She got gypped out of what she could have had. Her life, what was going to happen was stolen. And now she will still have a good life, but without that awesome mom who, you know. Anyway, that's my story about Airbnbs. You know the one takeaway that I have from this? People suck. Well, obviously. But you said that the surfer got on with his platform. Yep. The platform that he had, and they were found very quickly. Now, let me just say, all of these sports players and celebrities in every state Mm -hmm. could put on their platform. Look out for these missing people. Yeah, how many kids go missing a day? Look out for this missing kid. Mm -hmm. None of them do. Well, I'm sure maybe like a couple of them do. But all these, like, high muckety-muck guys, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially living in places like Buffalo yeah, and Boston yeah, and California. There's plenty of, A, movie stars. Like, L.A., hello. But there's national sports teams, either NBA, NFL, whatever the other initials. Those are the only two sports mm-hmm. groups I know. NFL, um, NBA, I said NFL, I said NBA. NHL. I don't care. There's... At least one in every MLB, state, right? Yeah. It's all, yeah. So if there's a kid that goes missing, they could each one person, like, have a hey, rotation. share this. Yeah. Like, social media could be the perfect place to stop predators. Yeah, but let's use it to tear each other down because, you know, we got nothing else going. I mean, literally, it's the quickest way. Yeah. To get a story out there. To get the information out. That, and that's that what, means something. Yeah, now... But people don't do it. Well, it's the same reason... People can find lost dogs on social media. Because we li- we care about human animals more than we do humans in America. We've talked about this a hundred times. I know. I'm just saying. Do better. Yeah. But he... The community was already rallying to help in this case, which is rare. Which is 
that's great. But what I'm saying is, yeah, more people heard the word based off of the one guy. Oh yeah, because it it everybody it reached a lot of people, and he didn't. He didn't get up there in like a press with like, you know, a nice suit on and people telling him what to say. He was legit sitting in his car, hit Facebook Live because his brother, his twin brother called him, probably told him about guys sobbing, pissed, and just put it out there. Like there's no editing. There's no let's make this PC. I mean, if they can find Lady Gaga's freaking kidnapped dog because she was upset about it. Again. Come on, guys. It's an animal. They're always going to. I'm just saying, do better. Well, I, you know what bothers me the most about that? And if I had enough of a friggin' platform, I'd be sharing every damn one of them. Yeah, but you don't like people, so you're not nice to people. I'm, I'm with you. That's ya. different. I'm with you. Well, we can't have people listen to us when we, we generally hate other humans. I do generally hate most people, yeah. but I tolerate not people him. that are subjected to violence for absolutely no oh, reason. Oh, no! Completely no. different story. Yeah, 100%. I but I'm share saying, that. I'd share that 100 times We over. have to be nice to people to get them to follow us to see when we put these things out there. Oh. that There's where the problem goes. If well, not, it's just going to be me, you, and our moms hearing about it. Well, that's totally not... Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. Oh. If you're a, a random passerby and you're like, oh, Twisted Tales. No. I bet that could be twi- twisted. You lost track of where you are going with that, didn't you? No. I just suck anyways (laughs) so you know you listen to our podcast you hear this random tidbit of of uh lucky charms that i'm throwing at you right now just share it but there yeah and i think we should do more of that on our page any like missing kids in our areas oh i'm part of i'm part of a facebook group that's united states that's um missing our unidentified people yeah and they all share pictures and stuff that are just Either recently missing are people who have been um, found murdered or dead that aren't identified. Like, don't just leave it to a community. Like, put it to the nation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we are one people. Well, that and people move now. Like, we don't have to get a horse and buggy like on the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Oregon? Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. That's how it was pronounced. The game. Not the state. I'm not that dumb. I I am that dumb. But still. I'm doing my best. But no, like I can hop on a plane and be in California. And yeah, with what? a whole new life yeah. and a whole new identity. That's why yeah. if we are going to keep up with the... The criminals? The, yeah, I was going to say like the new age crime, then as a peoples, and I say peoples because that's the correct word. That's more, the, it's, it's all of the people. All the peoples. Read the Bible, Faith. Peoples is a word. I know peoples is a word. All peoples. From every nation, from everywhere, mm-hmm. to spread the word. Yeah, I'm not. I'm and not, do your dang part. I'm not naysaying that. I agree with you because you can grab a child and hop across the border very quickly in very certain quickly. places. Very quickly. Oh, I'm an I'm a neurotic person when it comes, and I've made my child neurotic because they were going to a local ish theme park in the area. Yeah, and I wasn't going to be there, which I do not care for. I don't like my child going. I don't. I don't care. Neither. No one watches my child like I watch my child. Exactly. But she was going with her cousin, who's two years younger than her, and my my mother. And uh, you know, my mom does get distracted by shiny objects, <laughs> so it is worrisome. I have to talk with my mom. My mom knows how I am. Just listen to me. It makes me feel better. But my child is literally looking at her little cousin because I'm bringing them to meet my mom. She's like, now, do you know? You you hold Mimi's hand. You do not let go. And if someone touches you, you start screaming. You're not my dad. You're not my dad. And you hit him in the privates and run away. And I'm like, oh, I have I have scarred. I have put my trauma onto my child. Is yeah. what I have. But you know, better be safe than sorry, Faith. Right? Better At least be- she's not offering younger fictitious I was just gonna brothers. Say, my kids willing to offer yeah. offer up a sacrifice. Yeah. So. So I guess that's better than my kids' advice is better than your kids' advice. Can I get the nuts? Yeah. Uh, the tail. So anyway, that's my story. Be I sa- liked it. Well, I was looking because I, it was like a couple months ago, I was, you know, killing time, scrolling through the TikTok. Yeah. And this guy, like, I went like 20 videos deep in this guy's story because he went to an Airbnb and it's been, like I said, I've slept since more than once, so I don't remember it, like, perfectly. But the whole premise was he went to an Airbnb, 
and he found a recording device behind the mirror in the bathroom. No way. Where the host was like recording he and his girlfriend. Mm. And so he was recording it live on TikTok, showing them what he failed. So then he decides to like investigate the house. Yeah. And like all the smoke detectors had cameras in them, like little portable, because you can go to any spice store. I mean, today you can get little tiny cameras. So this Airbnb person had all these like nanny cams hidden throughout the house. So this guy was showing all this and then he was showing how to find these items, like different ways to test to see if you're being spied on at an Airbnb. The next thing you know, he's getting like threats at his his home because again, when you're in an Airbnb, you know where the house is, but they know where you live too. Because you have to fill out all that information in the profile yeah. and billing information and the credit cards you use. And yeah, yeah, so they know where you live. And think about where those videos go. They're probably making money off that. Oh, 100%. I went, <coughs> I went down a Reddit thread. Who doesn't? About like all these. I was trying to find that's I was trying to find this guy's story because like it like he ended up taking everything down. The guy was legit terrified. And he said multiple times, if I ever go missing, this is the date I went to the Airbnb, get my credit card information, find out who it was. That's the person who killed me. 100% because the guy ended up getting like stalked and yeah. all this stuff by the host because well, he anytime, was posting any, Anytime it. anybody starts to reveal any kind of like oh yeah, dark or conspiracy or whatever, you get threatened. Like quite, it is what it is. Quite frankly... If the person's crazy enough to, like, record you without your knowledge and more than likely share that for a profit on Pornhub or whatnot, they're not the most hinged person. Um, yeah. There's something broken mentally. Yeah. So death threats, stalking, and anything else is not off the table for these people. I would agree. 100%. So be all I'm saying... Which again, I love Airbnb. That I really, in an Airbnb really next don't week. want to go on vacation anymore. Oh heck like, no! I'm just gonna send your brother in a sacrifice to scoop the place out first. We'll just put him in his little tiny shorts and fill <laughs> him up, have him like, hey guys. Let's qu- oh, let's be wow. quite frank. We've got old people coming with us, so the yeah, first time they're naked in the bathroom, they're not turning those cameras on I again. Know, people are perverts. That's true. But be All safe. Right, anyway. Be smart. Be safe. Have fun on your vacation. Go on your vacation. Now that, now that Faith has ruined it for everyone. No, they've got go locks you can buy on Amazon that are like five bucks that like secure the door that doesn't damage anything. Did you see? Oh Did my gosh. Did you see the key gosh. lock thing that I saw on TikTok today? Where they were putting it's the finger there. Yeah. No, no, no. Not oh. that one. Oh. I'm talking about this guy is in a hotel. I will find it and send it to you. He's in a hotel and he is recording because he heard a noise in the middle of the night, probably like your brother, wakes up at a cricket fart. So this guy is in a hotel, not Airbnb, like a hotel, Hilton, Doubletree, whatever you stay in. It's dark. He turned on like the bedside lamp and he started recording when he saw it because at the door to the hotel, they've got one of those swinging bar locks, you know, there is someone shoving something under the door that's like this. It almost looks like a violin thing, except the bow part is like super thin and flexible. I know what you're talking about. And they're up there trying to unlock it. Like the only thing, this guy's hand, like literally he blocked the lock. But the whoever's on the other side keeps pulling it out and pushing it back up, like trying to get in there. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Again. No. Feeling great about my life. So do, you know, do some Google on how to protect yourself. I don't know. Let's buy some doorstops before we... Right? I don't like to give problems without giving solutions, but I just, you know, I didn't research any of that for you guys. I saw a TikTok that, you know, like the bathroom stalls or whatever. Uh It's on a keychain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the TikTok shop. Yeah. And if you just, you know, you just slide it down because like 90% of all the locks in the women's restroom are always broken. Broken. Yes. Twisted locks. Yeah, but that's not going to help, like, in a bedroom door situation. No, I'm just talking about bathroom stalls. Oh, man. I'm talking about, like, when you're asleep and safe in your Airbnb or hotel, and all of a sudden, you're not alone anymore. Yeah. There's crappery afoot. I wanted to say the other word. Yeah, so that's my story. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Sleep tight in your rented spaces tonight. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, this is great. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoyed it. No, I mean, I didn't enjoy it. Just going to let you know, though. 
I will not be taking the bedroom close to the door. Um, I offer you as tribute. <laughs> We're on like the 20-somethings floor. He'll just go off of it. Yeah. Whoever it is. We're fine. Yeah. No one, you know. I don't know we what happened. Two, we have two feral children that are going to offer their, offer their younger siblings <laughs> they don't have and cash. They're going to offer up us. <laughs> I, I will talk to them beforehand. Yeah. We'll get a plan that it's you. <laughs> One, two, three, break. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, Hope you have, have a great, great 4th of July next week. And uh, we'll talk to you later. At some point. Bye. Bye.